Hello, everybody. My name is Eli Hollingsworth, and as always, welcome back to Against the Current, a The Chosen podcast, where today we are going to be discussing my spoiler-filled thoughts on Episode 7 of The Chosen Season 3, Ears to Hear. Now, this episode was one of the two that was released in theaters this past week, and it's still in theaters right now by the time this episode releases. Uh, and now, tonight, it is coming on to The Chosen app for the world to see from the comfort of their own home. Uh, so this is a very exciting time for the Chosen community. I feel like I say that a lot, but there's always an exciting time for the Chosen community because these episodes are phenomenal, and uh, you're going to get to hear my thoughts on episode 7 here. We're not going to talk about episode 8 yet. Uh, and as always, as a reminder, this Wednesday, I will be airing my interview with the one and only Dallas Jenkins, creator, director, writer of The Chosen. We had a very interesting conversation about uh, episode eight mostly about episode eight of the chosen season three uh and a few other things as well you know looking to the future uh, but it was a really great conversation i really enjoyed it um it was really great to t- finally talk to dallas you know uh just because be- we, we've met two times before and it was just a quick uh meet and greet and uh we didn't really get to talk to each other and now we finally got to speak to each other face to face for the first time uh, and we just had a long conversation. He was very nice, very generous to give me so much of his time, especially since he's a very busy person. Uh, but you're not going to want to miss that when it comes to the podcast this Wednesday at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, before we get started, one more thing I would like to mention that I always like to mention is that there is a link in the description uh, to donate. You can be a supporter of this podcast and you can donate monthly uh, any amount of money that you can pick on there. Uh, and it just really helps the podcast and really help me out. So if you are, f- if you feel led to do that, then it's just like the chosen. You know, I don't really need it to function, but it would just be a very great help. Actually, the chosen needs their paid forward and come and see foundation and stuff to f- to function. Like they literally make the show, but uh, it's just a very generous thing. So if you decide to, please do. And uh, with that said, let's just jump right in. So episode seven, ears to hear. We open with everybody celebrating this uh, this festival thing, this this kind of holiday. Uh, and we open with Jairus telling a story to his, his kind of family, and uh, Zebedee is telling the same story with uh, James, John, and Barnaby and Shula are there at the table too, uh, and everyone's celebrating, and then Jairus comes out, and his kid is noticing, his kid is, is copying what he sees uh, Simon doing across the street on the other uh, building, which was a fun gag, you know, because it's a very, there's this very serious plot line going on, uh, and it was just a nice little, you know, little joke to <laughs> to throw in there, and it was very funny, just to get you see the reveal of Simon, who is very agitated about uh, his current situation. Uh, and then we get the chosen intro. We get the opening credits of this episode, which everyone loves. Uh, and then we open on Andrew and Philip, and they're walking back from the Decapolis, and uh, instead of fixing things, it seems that they have just made things worse. And uh, then Philip trips and falls and uh, injures his leg. Uh, and it's funny because Andrew says, uh, walking doesn't have to be so hard. And then Philip falls over, uh, just one of those nice, again, there's, there's equally big laughs in this, in these two episodes as there are gut wrenchingly emotional and, uh, super intense scenes as well. Um, so there's a lot of great laughs and gags here in, in these two episodes. Uh, and then Philip, we kind of see this kind of breakdown of Philip's character who's been, I I don't know if I mentioned this with uh on the interview or not, but uh Philip who is easily this was on the interview. Uh Philip who's easily the most seasoned of the disciples. He's uh the one who he was with John the Baptist, he was traveling with him a lot, so he's usually been pretty calm and reserved up to this point. We kind of see this breakdown of his character. He's he's uh we see him worrying and doubting and 
he's really uh, he's really having trouble here. And it's interesting to see kind of um, Andrew, who usually is the one who is flipping out and stressing out about a lot of things and still kind of is in his own right here. Uh, it's interesting to see him kind of be the one who's trying to calm Andrew down a little bit and uh, – or Philip. He's trying to calm Philip down a little bit and uh, just kind of he's, – he's the one who's more calm and reserved in this situation. Uh, but anyway, they come to Judas – and he's making some baskets for this Jewish holiday, and Philip is definitely still very stressed out. And they tell, they told this uh, this parable that Jesus told them about uh, the uh, this banquet, the banquet uh, parable, and it obviously made some people very angry. Um, and then they bring up the idea to talk to Jesus about it, which is always you know the best idea in uh, any situation, and it's always just. Um, it's always just cool to see in the chosen whenever, just as people who, who follow Jesus, it's always, uh, fun to see whenever someone has an issue, just how someone always mentions, why don't you talk to Jesus about it? Oh, talk to Jesus about it. It's just people are, it's always on people's minds to, to bring it up to Jesus since he was right there with them, uh, in the show. And it's something that we probably need to think about a little bit more often than we do in uh, real life. Uh, to bring it up to Jesus, talk to Jesus about it. Um, but then we come to Mary and Tamar. They're talking, uh, and Thomas comes in, and this is something. This is something interesting. So, I wonder if I, I feel like there was some deleted scenes, maybe because um, we've seen. I've seen some set photos. Thomas wearing a different outfit, uh, and like like Jesus. There's a, I don't know. I don't know if there was a deleted scene or, or what it was, but it just seems like Thomas and Rayma's plotline just really gets sidelined throughout the season. Like we established in the beginning, it's a big deal. Thomas is trying to get with Rayma. He's trying to, you know, get her father to, you know, uh, he's trying to get betrothed to her and all that stuff. And and then it was only in the first two episodes. And then that whole plotline just like gets gets sidelined by all everything else that's going on. And we don't come back to it and address it until now, which obviously, I mean, it's pretty clear there's going to be a big part of season four but uh this season it's established as a plot line and then it just kind of doesn't get like thomas rayma aren't in episodes three through um six three four five six and then uh they just come back in the finale which is, i don't know again maybe there was some deleted scenes or something but i would have liked to see more of this this plot line and what's happening here because obviously it's, it's pretty important for the show uh going forward we're still looking into this romance between uh thomas and rayma but, uh, you know, we'll have to see where that goes. Because uh, Thomas mentions in the scene that Rayma stayed behind to try to talk to her father. And, uh, and Philip is, or not Philip, <laughs> Thomas is very discouraged about this. And then Andrew, Philip, and Judas come in and they're looking for Jesus and ask where he is. And then we get this interesting scene where Matthew uh, talks about he's been studying uh, Jesus' genealogy, which is something that we see at the beginning of the, uh, the book of Matthew. Uh, he recites Jesus' genealogy, which is um, just a nice little touch there. Uh, and then everyone disperses, and then uh, Mary comes and sits across from Matthew at the table, and uh, she asked him about his uh, prayer tassels, as they are called, not tzitz or uh, whatever the other you know names for them are. They call them prayer tassels, so that's what I'm going to call them, and it's much easier for me to remember. So... Uh, and then Matthew gets very upset about Mary asking him about this, and uh, just kind of storms off. Uh, and then we cut to Shmuel, who is interrogating this guy who claims they saw Jesus, but he kind of saw a Jesus imposter. Uh, and then outside of the temple, uh, people are just kind of mingling in the crowd, and then uh, 
Atticus comes in and asks, talks to one of the Pharisees and is asking for who's in charge around here so he can uh, talk to someone, one of the people in power about uh, Jesus. Uh, and then Simon kind of, we cut to Simon who wanders into, or I guess, yeah, wanders into the uh, the Roman quarter and uh, is a little bit far from home here because he's very distant and uh, kind of out of it as he's dealing with this serious issue at uh, at the household, back at the household, or I guess, you know, just in general life, not just at the house. But uh, then uh, he gets interrupted by this Roman soldier and uh, Gaius steps in, always Gaius just stepping in to help whenever our heroes are in trouble. Uh, and then, so he takes him he takes him to his house, and this is where we get the continuation of Gaius pretty clearly being set up as the centurion. Servant gets healed uh, by Jesus, and I guess we'll have to see where his character leads in uh, the coming episodes and the coming seasons. Uh, but uh, his wife asks if Simon is the Jewish doctor, implying that Gaius has told his wife about Jesus, uh, and then uh, Gaius leads Simon out of his house, and before he leaves, Simon sees Gaius' servant, who is sick and lying on a bed. Uh, but then Matthew comes to Mary and apologizes for the way he acted earlier, and uh, this scene was really uh, interesting just to me because, uh, or it wasn't, it wasn't, I was, it wasn't like, oh, this is interesting to me. It was, um, I got pretty emotional in the theater during this scene. It was a very nice scene. Um, uh, the first time I got emotional in the theater of a few, uh, kind of, kind of made me a little teary eyed here. First of few in, in these, in these two episodes, uh, especially as we get into the second one, which is, uh, whew, but, um, we'll, we'll get to that next time. We'll get to that on Tuesday. Don't worry about that. Um, uh, but he comes to her and apologizes and, uh, then we get a flashback to Matthew in, uh, his tax collector's booth where he gets approached by a man who is uh, also named Matthew, I believe. Uh, so this is the one of the shepherds from the Shepherd short film. Uh, and th- this is an interesting scene where Matthew has a very, uh, a very uh, interesting conversation with this guy who has bought all of his family's debt and, uh, and just taken it upon himself to owe this this great debt to his uh, his family line, which has been building up over the course of uh, generations, and he's done this to illustrate the uh, the perfect sacrifice. So this scene, I believe, is just meant to be an illustration of of Christ's great sacrifice, obviously taking all of our sin upon himself and dying on the cross for us. And so this this uh, man has taken that illustration and done that with his uh his family debt and he gives matthew one of his most valuable possessions which is these uh prayer tassels which are um which are i believe it's a part of the jewish culture to wrap these like on your uh garment or whatever to show that you're jewish and stuff um and it date he says it dates back to the first exile and he says it's more valuable than gold or precious than rubies which i won't point out because that was a, a line in from the trailer so i just remember that and um uh, uh, and then, uh, so that's, that's basically what that, I'm not going to go in depth at everything that was in that scene, but that's basically the gist of it. Uh, and then, uh, uh, Mary, Mary tells him he wanted, uh, Matthew to be Jewish. So this is part of his Jewish, uh, heritage. And there's this really beautiful line. I really like this line, uh, where Mary, she says, it's something like, uh, there are times when the world, uh, expresses its longing to behold, uh, 
and uh, longing to be whole, and then we are pulled out of blindness and invited into redemption. Uh, and I really like the music in this scene, and that that just that line I think was beautifully written. What a a great line. It's something like that. That's not exactly what it was, I don't think. But it was. I just remember that something like that being a beautiful line. Uh, and then, uh, uh, then uh, she. Uh, then that scene is over, and she leaves. And then we cut to Simon, who is walking with Gaius. Uh, Gaius is very interested in Jesus. And then uh, the doctors are apparently not interested in healing Gaius's servant because of the color of his skin, apparently. And uh, we get kind of this revelation that. Uh, Gaius's servant is kind of his son, although not through you know the normal marriage. It's uh, it's a bit of a sticky situation for Gaius, uh, so he has a lot of regret surrounding that. And uh, uh, then he Simon kind of asks him about it, and uh, Gaius just kind of shuts him down. And then uh, then uh, Simon says shalom shalom, which means perfect peace and complete wholeness. And then uh, we cut to Thaddeus, a very uh, comedic scene where Gaius or Thaddeus is helping Matthew um, put his prayer tassels on, and Matthew's very, you know, um, uncomfortable in during this whole situation. And then Nathaniel bursts out of the door, and uh, it, um, it's a very, it's a very funny scene, you know, where Matthew is, is feeling uncomfortable in the situation. But, but a, a fun scene, I liked it. Uh, and then uh, we have all the disciples gather around Jesus, and they're talking to him about. Uh, just kind of the whole decapolis situation and um it's getting worse every day and then uh jesus says the he who has ears to hear let him hear line which is the title of the episode uh and then uh they're going to leave in the, he tells everyone they're going to leave in the morning uh but then he pulls uh john aside to tell him that uh he wants him to stay behind for simon uh, and it's not about, you know, the brute force and he's not in danger from these people in the capitalists. It's more about these hard hearts that are unmoving like granite. I believe those are his exact words. Uh, so he wants to stay behind and wait for Simon. And John is very resistant about this. He really does not want to wait behind for Simon. Uh, but, uh, Jesus tells John that it has to be him waiting for Simon and the success of this trip depends on Simon. Uh, so... Kind of subtly indicating that uh, leading up to a scene that may or not not may or may not be, you know, in the finale, a a like alluding to the conclusion to Simon's character arc this season, uh, and uh, so then we have uh, the disciples walking to the Decapolis, which is, you know, it's always cool when we can have the disciples walking in slow motion because they're very very cool. Uh, and Nathaniel asks Andrew about Simon. Uh, and Andrew says he doesn't know. So then we show Mary and Tamar. They're cutting some food. And uh, Simon comes in. And he's uh, <laughs> he has no idea what's going on. Because he's been so out of it. Uh, and then uh, Zebedee kind of talks to Simon a little bit. And uh, Simon is obviously very upset and distressed. And, and out of his headspace. Uh, and then John comes in. And is very upset with Simon. And he's kind of annoyed with him. And he really wants him to get going. Uh, but, uh, and, uh, there's a, there's a bit of an argument there, and, uh, Simon is really just, just really in a bad mood, and, and throughout these two episodes, Simon is kind of brooding a lot, uh, I have this, so I wrote, I always write notes, you know, when I see the episodes in theaters, or when I watch them, uh, I just write all down all these notes so I can remember all the plot points, and, uh, they're very, you know, fast, very scarce, 
you know, like keywords, not not complete sentences, just because, you know, I'm watching it. At the same time, I'm trying to keep track of everything that's happening. So I just keep all these like notes that are kind of scatterbrained. Uh, so multiple times I have written in my notes just all I have written is just Simon mad. Just those two words whenever it shows Simon like brooding or, or being distressed. And rightfully so over his current situation. Or I guess there's never a rightfully so to be mad per se. But uh, understandably uh, him being very mad over his current uh, situation. Um, but, uh, so then the disciples come to this, uh, this open field, which I myself have been on, uh, and Neander, I guess I've been on it, maybe they didn't film these scenes in the exact same place as Feeding the 5,000, but, uh, Neander comes with, uh, this kid who is, uh, played by Case Winfield, I believe is his name, and this is the, the, uh, a... You know what? That doesn't happen until episode eight. So I'll just say the kid is pretty important, I guess. Um, but uh, this kid's uh, father, his, this kid's dad is deaf, uh, and uh, and uh, the kid Case Winfield, he does a very good performance in these two episodes uh, for the part that he was given. This this uh, kid, I, I don't even I remember they said his name. I forget what his name. So someone's gonna have to remind me of what his name was. But he did a very good job, as everyone does in the Chosen. Uh, another great, solid performance. Uh, but uh, his dad's death, and then Jesus heals him. Uh, there's some really cool music here. A lot of a lot of times, like in these two episodes, there's some really cool moments where Jesus will be doing something, and then just like it just cuts to percussion. Like this scene where Jesus is healing this deaf guy. We have um, we have just it's just like the shaker things and then like the the little bongos or like the drums or whatever it's just like it's just the percussion and then the other music kicks back in but a lot of times we'll have these there's a few moments where it just it just cuts to percussion and then the and then the other music kicks back up but it's just that it's just super cool cuz uh, the chosen music is always super cool uh, but then Jesus heals him and uh, he kind of tells him not to tell anyone and then this uh, man rides up on this horse to um and then we have kind of these groups of people kind of converging on Jesus, these uh, different races, different beliefs from uh, the Decapolis, since as Leander mentioned in the previous episode, it's kind of a melting pot for all of these different religions and ethnicities and groups of people. Uh, it's a, I think it was a very, uh, very just a lot of Gentiles there. So uh, uh, these, all of these people are kind of converging on Jesus. And then Andrew and Philip head up to over a hill and they see... All of these people kind of walking up to uh, Jesus. All these people are walking up. And I believe in some of these shots, this uh, this is the first point where I don't have great eyesight. So <laughs> I didn't personally see myself, but uh, my brother, who has better eyesight than me, says that he saw um, uh, me and my family in the uh, just walking up in these shots here. So that's the first place you can see me, I believe, uh, in, this, in this episode. Um, but uh, so then... Then Jesus says, "Everybody settle in, cause we're gonna have. To, we're just gonna be a little bit of a long time here." So uh, then we cut to Simon and John, and they're having a heated argument, um, as per usual it seems. And uh, then John mentions Eden, and Simon gets uh, pretty upset. Here I just have written Simon upset. I don't have Simon mad this time, just Simon upset. So uh, see, I can be different sometimes. Uh, so he he's talking about how he trusted Jesus. 
he trusted that Eden would be okay, and uh, now he's it's kind of getting revealed. Simon's kind of conflict for this season finale, these final two episodes, is that uh, he he knows and he believes that Jesus can do everything, uh, but uh, he's kind of maybe a little angry that uh, Jesus is not using his ability to do everything to uh, do what he wants Jesus to do with his ability. Uh, so... Uh, John hugs Simon, and Simon is is very much dodging this subject. And now John has Simon on his radar, and uh, we're gonna have to see how how uh, this all pans out between John and Simon, and and Jesus and the disciples, and all that stuff. Uh, when we talk about spoilers for episode eight, sustenance, which will be coming to the app on Tuesday, you can hear my thoughts that same Tuesday, the same time as the live stream. Uh, and then the next day on Wednesday, you can hear my interview with the one and only Dallas Jenkins, creator of The Chosen. We talk about episode eight. We talk about season three. We talk about season four. We talk about season five. We talk about so much, so many different things. And uh, it was a really great conversation again. I really loved uh, getting to talk with him because he's a, he's a very cool person, very nice guy. So uh, very, very awesome conversation there. So I... You can't miss that conversation. You can't miss that interview. It's going to be super awesome. Uh, so don't miss that. And turn on, if you're not following or subscribed or whatever it is on your listening platform to Against the Current A The Chosen podcast, then you're going to want to go ahead and do that because uh, you're going to want to stay notified for whenever I come out with a new episode because we're going to be talking about a lot of interesting things relating to The Chosen Season 3 and Season 4 and uh, onwards. So you're going to want to stay notified. Trust me. Believe me. Uh, and if you enjoy this episode, then please make sure to leave a review on your local listening platform, uh, preferably five stars, but I guess if you didn't like it, then you can give a little less. But uh, be sure to check me out on YouTube as well at Against the Current of the Chosen Podcast. And um, I'll see you guys in my next episode where we're going to talk about the finale of Season 3, the epic, awesome finale that just kind of blew everyone's minds. And uh, there's a secret twist at the end that we're going to discuss. We're going to discuss that in full on Tuesday. Uh, so I'll see you then. Goodbye.